How's everybody doing? My name is Sina Palavon, and welcome to another episode of the Talk Too Much podcast. This week, I had a special friend on, someone who I got very close with at NFT NYC. Goes by the name of Angel. You guys will know him as NFT Verse. He is one of the biggest NFT YouTubers out there. Um, he might call himself Nifty Verse. So, Angel, sorry if it's NFT Verse, Nifty Verse, but NFT Verse on YouTube, uh, he is one of the biggest NFT YouTubers. And I had a chance to meet him at NFT NYC. And uh, when we were at <clears throat> NFT NYC, we were gathering around in time, Times Square. It was like a bunch of us were starting to huddle up. And I, I saw this dude walking up and I looked at him. I was like, have I been watching this dude's YouTube videos the last three months? So I, so I went up to him and I was like, yo, I'm seen. And he's like, yo, I'm Angel. And I told we got we got along because we're both, you know, YouTubers. But I, the crazy thing is I've been watching this dude's videos for the last three months. If any of you follow me on Twitter, um, you'll see that my threads, uh, even a lot of the content I post on my podcast, like everything that I document a lot of it has come from Angel. Uh, I think Angel is one of the smartest people out there. I think he's very, very good at gathering information and presenting it to other people. You know, he likes to call himself, hey, I'm just a normal guy. And he is kind of a normal guy. He's a super down-to-earth, chill dude. But the crazy thing about him is he has a curiosity. He has a passion inside of him to learn everything there is to know about this space. And if you check out his YouTube, he covers everything there is to know about NFTs from land to profile pictures to upcoming projects to uh, giving out educational videos. So he said that his goal is to, a year from now, become someone big and help onboard people into the space and give them the information they need. Be a source of information, be a source of valuable content. And there's no doubt in my mind he's on that path. Uh, but what I wanted him on for this episode was, number one, I wanted to recap NFT NYC. I feel like since NFT NYC ended, uh, that was like NFT NYC was the end of the introductory chapter of NFTs. I feel like NFTs after NFT NYC 2021, we're now in chapter one. We're now writing the first chapter. The introductory chapter is done. And now it's kind of like, okay, well, what's about to come? What's happening? We're kind of like on the lookout. Like, what is this is interesting. What's going to happen? And so I wanted Angel on to not only recap the introductory chapter, but I wanted us to really talk about chapter one because chapter one's right now, we don't know what chapter one's gonna be. Is it gonna be play to earn gaming that gets big? Is it gonna be metaverse land? Is it just gonna be infrastructure development, like virtual world development? What's gonna be the next big use case, the next big thing that advances the NFT space? What will chapter one hold, right? And so I would consider chapter one to be now this time up until next year's nft nyc or maybe it might be later we don't know there might be a, a significant event that takes it to chapter two it might not just be nft nyc's but i wanted angel on to talk about what's to come in the nft space in 2022 um and we both believe that gaming and land will be big parts of that so we covered what's the best land you can buy in this episode and what are the best play to earn games out there um i think you guys will really enjoy this episode this was more of a conversation with a homie than just an interview with someone I don't know. So I really enjoyed this episode. Angel is my boy, and I guarantee you he'll be on many times afterwards. Um, also, if any of you are going to Art Basel, Art Basel, however you pronounce it, uh, December 2nd through the 4th in Miami, I'm considering it. So you could reach out, let me know. Uh, Angel, I don't know if you're planning on going with Drew, but uh, I'm considering it. So that's something to think about. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. The graph is an indexing protocol used to query data from blockchains, player-to-player -player networks, or just storage networks like IPFS. Why is the graph so important? 
No application can be built upon these networks without the graph. Think about how long it would take to find one piece of data without the graph. The graph lets you index any blockchain, any storage network, any player-to-player -player network, and grab whatever piece of data you need to build the application you're building. The graph also makes data an open market. You can signal your favorite subgraphs on the graph's decentralized network to earn more GRT. That's right, data is an open market. You can earn more GRT by picking the right subgraphs. The graph also has the subgraph studio, where you can actually create your own subgraph and publish it on the graph's decentralized network. This means other indexers can come in and signal on your subgraph. Connect your wallet to the graph's website and start signaling other subgraphs or publish your own subgraph today to earn more GRT. Developers, crypto investors, NFT collectors. Wherever you find yourself on the Web3 spectrum, the graph is without a doubt one of the most vital protocols to your niche's success. Web3 marks the ushering in of a new technological era. What this means is that all data is stored and processed on open networks with verifiable integrity. And the graph makes all this data accessible to you in a fast, easy, and secure manner. Visit thegraph.com or check out any of their social media pages to find out how you can play a role in their ecosystem. I want to basically throughout this episode talk about NFT NYC really quickly. Um, I love the new video you just posted today. I'm gonna check that out. What'd you put okay. in? Can you hear me now? Sorry, I just yeah, yeah, perfect. I can hear you perfectly. What what'd you put in for the five videos? That's for the five metaverse crypto projects. You put Decentraland. I put, I put Mana. Well, some of the just well known ones. I put Mana. Uh, Mana Sand. Sand. We put Axis. Uh, we put um, what's it called? What, what else? Did I put Alluvium, and then I put. There's one more gala and then so, the metaverse index. So I was going to ask you really quickly. Um, I guess I, I'll do this real quick before we start. Why do you still like the alluvium token right now where the price it's at? That one out of all of the tokens, that one's the most riskiest for sure. I think um, it's very it's the price is high, especially for a game that's not out yet. And then the studio behind it is not as. I would say uh, developed. I mean, not as um, not as professional or something like that. I'm trying to look experienced, experienced as some of these other studios that are developing these other games. The, the only line, thing I will say on why I like with that choice is the guy who created Synthetics, Kane. His brother's creating Alluvium, and Synthetics is like one of the biggest yeah. crypto protocols. But I actually was thinking about why you put it in there. My friend said the same thing. Uh, he was just like, "Listen, it's high, but like this game might be the game." That's the thing. That's but that's the risk you're taking, right? So, but the ones I'm most bullish on by far and away, Sandbox is going to be my number one. I am like the most bullish on Sandbox out of any other crypto game. Why? 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 I think it hey, has. By the way, every we're talking about this on today's episode that we're gonna. Oh, I guess we're live now. I'll just cut out the parts that don't matter. Oh but... yeah, I, yeah. I want to. I want to first figure out: is this the actual? Like, do you hear this tapping right now? Yeah. You hear that tapping? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So this mic is working. <laughs> all right, I bet. So yeah, um, I mean, we can we can get into it in just a little bit if you want to. If you want to just yeah, I just want to talk about this real quick. Why why are you so big on sandbox? Because my friend Garrett, who we actually met at NFT NYC, we were kicking with him. He yeah. said that that he likes mana way more. But I was kind of on your side. I think sandbox shits on decentraland. I think first of all, I think it's very like uh, the gameplay is more fluid. I think it's a lot easier to play in my eyes i think it's uh, like more consumer friendly right as a kid like you go to 
you go to sandbox and it reminds you of Minecraft, right? Which you already have so much previous experience on. And now you're just adapting into the blockchain and, and you're adding more NFTs, right? You're adding all of this Web3 technology to it. And it's going to come more naturally, I think, personally, than the sandbox, which still, in my eyes, is is pretty laggy. You know what I mean? I think the overall gameplay is still... Central and you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think, personally. I think what they're doing is great. And I think a lot of the reason why they've... Um, they're priced more at the moment and have a higher market cap is because they're the OG, right? They're like the OG of the space in terms of a metaverse, right? They've been developing. I want to say they were the first metaverse to to ever start being created. So besides um, besides Etheria, which is like this old project, but it's not technically yeah, a- but th- that's not a metaverse. Yeah. You can't you can't play anything on it. Yeah. That's just the old. That's like the first NFT project on Ethereum. So that's like yeah. Yeah, with with like, I mean, it is the the thing is, it's actually the first NFT project on Ethereum, not even just with land. land. Yeah, yeah, I read that too. Uh, honestly, there might be a lot of projects from back then that we just don't mm-hmm. know about that For are sure. are hidden in the depths. Like, but what I was gonna say is, I I think that no one's paying attention, but like every major NFT project is building out in sandbox. Yeah. So that's another thing, right? You have a ton of partnerships on the sandbox, like a ton of them, right? You have The Walking Dead, you have Dead Mouse, you have Snoop Dogg going Hello in, Kitty. you have Atari. I, is Hello Kitty one? Hello Kitty might be one. Hello I mean, Kitty I'm, Care Bears are my more my neighbors in sandbox. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So you yeah. own some land in the sandbox. Yeah, that was nice, the second nice. NFT I bought was sandbox. Land. Nice. The You're, first you- NFT I bought was Somnium Spaceland for two point two ETH. I can't even believe I did Wait. that. You must be up on that sandbox land because it's been ripping. Like it's been ripping this. I time. haven't checked. I what are the prices? Is it really up? No, it's really up. The floor is all the way up to I want to say like one ETH, right? Shut so up. like for yeah, are you I serious? Swear, I swear. <laughs> on, on God. On God. That's crazy. It's been it's been same thing with mana with uh with um decentralized land. It's like two point five right now, right? Yeah, it's been doing really well. But like I said, I just I just think the sandbox is gonna blow it out of the water. One of the things that's extremely bullish too is like the central land already has their game that has been released already, right? The cent- I mean, the sandbox still hasn't even released a public version of their alpha. So I can't even act, I can't even play the game yet. Now, I know some people may think of that as like a red flag. We're spending so much on this game already, putting so much belief in it, even though it hasn't released, which in itself is a good criticism. But at the same time, there are already builders, right? And people who own land can actually build out experiences and build out assets. One of the reasons they've done this, right, is because they wanted to launched the game with already pre-made experiences right so decentraland launched and it was just an empty waste not, not i don't want to say waste no it, it was because i checked it out like, you were on the right path yeah but like but- like it was like an empty world where players had to come on it and start building right so there wasn't that many experiences initially to go and just start playing now you're starting to see more experiences starting to pop up right builders are continuing to build but the sandbox and what they have been doing is their builders within the game right all the people who decided they want to build on those plots of land that they end up buying right have been building before an official launch of the sandbox so once the game already releases there's going to be a ton of experiences us as players are going to already have to experience in the world of the sandbox so that should be interesting and see how that plays out already so um i think that's you're saying you're saying that that uh sandbox is building out the experiences right now so when the alpha releases they'll already be there yeah, well, the company itself is not building out the experiences. Uh, They're still the working on the game. 
the the people the individuals who own the land are building their experiences you know what i mean so like what the sandbox has done is they have uh they've added so many different like uh tools and features for people to begin building and continue building on their plots of land within the sandbox like they have the game maker they have vox edit they have an avatar builder and there's so many different things i mean that doesn't even require code like you have there's no coding knowledge needed to use these tools to begin building within the sandbox, which I think is absolutely huge, right? One of the things is what it's going to require is that you're to, for the masses to come in, you want easeability and you want it to be fun, right? So what I mean, easeability is you want the developers and people who are actually building out the overall experiences within the game, like could be anyone, not just really smart, intelligent people that had a four year degree at a massive university studying computer programming. You know what I mean? So like you have anyone, you know, I don't know anything revolving around coding like myself. I can begin building on the sandbox if I really wanted to. That's how easy those tools are. Have and you I think about it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I haven't had the time to really do it. And um, I don't know if it's like su I'm super interested in it yet, but I think there's a massive possibility if someone wants to go in there and people want to continue building, you know, I think there's there's going to be jobs that are created from that. Right. So essentially, you're going to have people who purchase land, right, that are not going to know what to do with their fucking land. So they're going to end up, you know, um, they're going to end up hiring individuals to actually create experiences on their land. And that is going to be a job in itself, right? Kind of like a designer, you know, like a home designer, a building designer, an architect, something like that. But within the sandbox, essentially, or within the central. Line. If you want, I can't believe I'm doing this on air. If you want, we should talk about, since we're both like kind of like content creators, I'll mm -hmm. let us use my land. If you want, we could build an ex. I don't know what the fuck to do with my land, but I know <laughs> I know, I want to monetize it. I was thinking of like For sure. two things. I had two ideas. Let me know what you think of these. Um, yeah, go for it. Number one. Uh, a kind of like a and do you know how these plots of land are so big you can create like hella shit on there they're not like decentraland decentraland's bullshit like somnium space is very small but mm -hmm. like on sandbox i was thinking of either creating a marketplace and reaching out to brands um and saying hey i'll take 10 percent of every transaction mm -hmm. i'll put up a store on my land or i was thinking of creating a like a big movie theater and allowing people to display their content like their video content on there or my own podcast or some shit mm -hmm. I, I know i just know that i don't know what to do with this land so mm -hmm. if you ever have an idea and you want to use some land i'm 100 i'm for sure to, for sure for i'm sure. trying we'll to find some shit it. to do i want to create something on this land because people i want you guys to understand what angel uh and i are talking about right now is like no one like what i'm trying to say is like you and i talked a lot about this at two weeks at nft nyc angel like so many mm -hmm. people work so hard to like gather funds or, or to get ahead in life. And to me, looking at the sandbox, like this is a cheat code. This is something mm -hmm. that you can build a virtual business mechanism, earn money and kind of take advantage of your time in a way. Like, but I guess my main thing is like a lot of people, like, you know how you were saying at NFT NYC that we're like so fucking early, like 0.0001% of Dude. the world in it. Dude, it feels crazy because when you were at NFT NYC, like you thought you thought basically if you were there, you would think like the whole world was into yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. You really thought that, you know, but the thing is, like us, right, we're content creators in the space and we're surrounding ourselves constantly with NFT people and we're just following NFT accounts. I don't follow anyone else. Yeah, I don't follow. I don't care. I don't care. You if know, you don't, if so you're that, crypto. that that's all I hear, you know, and that's all I hear and that's all we're going to see. So we feel like everyone's in the space, but in reality, like and I know this is like an overused term. This is we're, we're we're so early 
Like we're legitimately so. But early. let me say this to comment on that: I didn't think we were this early until I got back from NFT NYC. Do you agree, or did you think? Did you did NFT no, NYC know. like make you realize? Oh, we're way earlier than I thought, or no? I went to like I, I don't know. I, I before going to NFT NYC, I knew we were early because I I could already wait. My camera's kind of blurring out. Yeah, Can I you saw see? that. So you just yeah, like, it was weird. That was weird. Sometimes my camera does that. But um, what's it called? So before I went to NFT NYC, I already knew that the space was so early. Like I I could have like I know the space is going to far exceed just profile pictures. Like it, that's we're literally just scratching the surface of that. Not even just yet. And I think that's the very bare bones of what NFTs are really going to be. And by going to NFT NYC, it kind of just reinforced that. You know what I mean? So like like listening to a lot of the speakers there as well as like talking to a lot of individuals who are within NFTs, you can see that everyone's just beginning to build and no one is an expert in the space. Like that's another thing. Like another thing by going to that whole entire conference, right? You're talking to really smart people, but at the same time, no one there is a true expert in NFTs because the NFT space hasn't been alive for that long. So it's just going to be immense and, and just awesome to see where this ends up building out to in just a few years. Would you say... Hold that thought. Let me get some. But I got a question for you. A comment. Yeah, on go, for it. Go, on. for it. go for it. Go for it. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? No, but in reality, it is going to be a huge, huge, huge space. Okay, hold on. Just talking to myself over here. Yeah, Have a good there time. We go. I'm back. No, I was gonna say is, I was gonna say a comment on that is. Do you remember the? Uh, would you say that even though everybody there, because you just said that everybody there was so new and they just started building, even though yep. these are people that you and I have kind of like looked up to, like Andrew Wang, or which was a great night that night on Thursday that, night. That night, yeah, that was awesome. That was something that we'll remember. But uh, yeah. would you say that, like, knowledge wise of the space, mm -hmm. not including technical ability, because obviously developers know way more than us, do you, yeah. would you say that we are pretty much all <laughs> at square one? Everybody that was at NFT, even the people more experienced, more ahead in the space than us, knowledge-wise, wouldn't we, weren't we all kind of like exchanging ideas all at square one type shit? I would say yes, right? There's obviously those people who are back here, like back in the space, like back in 2017 and stuff like that. That 2017 that may know just a little bit more in terms of like flipping in the overall environment. But at the same time, if you were there back in 2017, like what NFTs were really out there? You know what I mean? You had crypto punks and a few others, you know, crypto kitties. And what else? You know what I mean? What else? So at the, like what else besides being a developer and learning how to develop these NFTs and these projects and building out like actual infrastructure for the space? Like if you're just a flipper and that's initially where you got into back in 2017, you only had a few projects to end up flipping. You know what I mean? So it like now now there's so much more to learn. You know what I mean? There's so it's like we've opened this like just like this box, right? That is never going to be closed again. That is going to just constantly be building and constantly different things. Did, did we open it at NFT? Was it open to NFT NYC? Is that what you're saying in a way? Uh, I would say this year. I would say the year 2021 is when we opened it. I don't know. Like everything was just reinforced in 20. I mean, in NFT NYC. But this year, like specifically, like we we've seen so many projects and so many different types of NFTs being currently built right now. And for me, like. I want to I want to hear out everything and try to learn as much as I can. But personally, I'm finding it difficult to just keep up with everything that's happening around NFTs. And it's come to come to a point where it becomes impossible. Like there's just going to be so many different sectors within the genre and asset class of NFTs that 
individuals are just going to have to focus in and hone in on a specific, you know, subject, right? A specific sector and be specialized in that because it's going to be impossible to kind of just have a well-versed understanding of every single NFT, you know, sector that's within. I just want to comment on this real quickly because bro, I've just started number one. You and I can both agree that the market on Ethereum is much more saturated than it was Mm -hmm. when the NFT space started. Like you don't see cool cats coming out. Like the last project that had like a cool cats, apes, potential and call me crazy besides artifacts clones coming out a week yeah. or two, i would say was doodles and yeah, since doodles. then i doodles haven't been heard. doing well yeah yeah no i like the doodles but that's like the last project that i was just like okay that's a quality project you know yeah. and so one thing i've realized is avalanche is in the game now avalanche is about to start putting out then i realized hold on arbitrum a layer two is coming into that nft yeah. space immutable is gonna grow so i think do you think that because i think we both agree on one thing nfts are so big there's like an NFT, there'll be NFT, an NFT TV sector, an NFT electronic sector, an NFT supplement sector. So mm-hmm. everything will be an NFT. I, so I definitely agree with you. What I was going to say is, do you see like in the future in three, f- three to five years, obviously people like us two might, will probably always cover Ethereum, but like, do you think there's going to be Avalanche NFT specific content creators or Solana specific? Do you think the space will grow so big that each chain will have like a primary con- group yeah, of content creators? I mean, to stay relevant, I think you're going to have to build out an NFT ecosystem within like a certain blockchain, right? So I'm not too familiarized with Avalanche. Um, so I, I can't speak too much on, on that whole NFT ecosystem that's happening there. But you're seeing a lot of blockchains right now announcing that they're going to be supporting NFTs or creating some type of token to support that technology, right? And have builders come in and even creating their own funds. I remember I was listening to a talk in, um, in NFT NYC too. I think it was like the the head of Ripple or like some founder oh, behind that. Ripple. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was talking about their hundred million dollar fund for you know creators within to support the NFT sector within Ripple, right? So you're gonna see a lot more of that happen because they're gonna know. I mean, you're gonna see that the most relevant chains that are going to exist in my eyes are gonna be the ones that are supporting NFT ecosystems. So if you don't have NFTs within that blockchain, right? I I think it's going to cause like you're, you're not going to maximize your potential, you know, so we're going to see a lot more of that. And I mean, Solana's doing great. And I think Solana has a next move coming up soon. I mean, all it really takes is for one NFT project to really pop off that chain. That That's basically it. But, you know, but really, quickly, kind of I want to say one thing. Ethereum. I agree with you, but wouldn't you agree that most of these projects right now on Solana, like as you said just now, it's just getting too much. They're trash. Mm-hmm. They're ass. A lot of these projects are trash. Have you seen a lot of? Yeah, good I mean, ones pop but, up? but a lot on Ethereum are trash too. You know, what I mean, yeah. there's so there. The thing is, there's so much trash out there, and that's not like to disrespect anyone, you know. And I don't mean to come at a specific individual project. I won't ever do that. That is, I, just, I'm not coming at a project, but you guys could take it as disrespect. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, and like the thing is, is there is a lot of trash out there, right? So it gets hard to really identify which one of those NFT projects are going to be good. And out of like, and I was speaking about this in a previous video I actually made, like out of like 200, even 500, you might get a handful, you know, yeah, that literally. are actually good. No, okay. literally, like literally, like you're saying, literally a handful, not even like two. Yeah, maybe. I don't even, I'm trying to think like, that's the top like, five ones. The thing, I can only think of thing, like bro. Pixel Vault, Apes, Cats, Gutter Cats, Crypto Punks, that's five, Doodles, okay. that's six. Let me pull up OpenSea. Let's see what's trending right now. Our Blocks, what? that's seven. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce this episode real quick. Uh, this, <laughs> uh like in, 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of the Talk Too Much podcast. I'm here with my 
with let me introduce him as one of the biggest nft youtubers but more importantly than that he is now my new friend after nft nyc someone i met i hung out with angel all week at nft nyc we share a lot of the same viewpoints on the space as well as we're kind of uh we both had the same idea in terms of when it started as in let's fucking post content and start building yeah content is going to be a huge sector uh, so and and sure. uh angel's also my youtube senpai so he's he's gonna be like looking over my shoulder as well and, and teaching me but um angel why i wanted angel on is because i've actually been watching angel's videos before we got cool at nft nyc in fact my introductory statement to angel is holy fuck i've been watching your videos for like three months <laughs> i remember that that was funny. <laughs> yeah. and he started laughing he's like okay <laughs> but <laughs> but i wanted angel on because number one i wanted to really talk about what we got out of nft nyc not just the fucking Oh, the the parties and the bullshit that which was great, which, which is great. Was great. We went to a goddamn block party, so that was fucking crazy. So it was nice. NFT at, at a tech conference, but yeah. uh, but what I but the most important thing is I I wanted Angel and I have kind of as soon as we got from NFT NYC, Angel and I have both kind of attacked land content, and I want to cover metaverse land because I feel like that's going to be a big NFT sector that's going to get bigger. But I also want to talk about what we can expect from the NFT space in 2022. Angel, let me know if you agree with me here. I feel like maybe maybe you're right. This was like mm-hmm. the opening of the Pandora's box of this year of 2021. For sure. But I feel like after NFT NYC, after we got back, we closed the introductory chapter to NFTs. And it feels like we just started chapter one. Like I'm it's like a, it's I don't know, mm-hmm. it's this new energy. It's like I like I felt, that. Do you I don't know if I'm right or there, but like I'm curious as to what's next. So I'm gonna give you the floor. If you don't mind introducing yourself, uh, what you do and how. Really quickly, how did you get into the NFT space? So, uh, so many of you probably know me from my YouTube channel, NFT Verse. I go by Angel, right? So, uh, thank you to all those who end up watching my videos. Um, and yeah, so I got introduced into the NFT space. I want to say close to November of last year, 2020, December, probably around there. So it, it's close to a year or possibly a year now. I don't know the exact time frame, did but I remember crazy for the NFT no, in November. I, I didn't. And I should have because that was a fat. Yeah, you I should have. You would have like a couple punks, bro. I know. I know. I was looking at punks and they were like, like $5,000. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like <laughs> the thing, like that, that's the thing, bro. But I was, I'm I, as a person who gets into these new asset classes, I need to do research on research and education on education. So what I ended up doing when entering the space is I ended up just looking up all types of content. And just to like give you also um, a disclaimer, I didn't know too much about blockchain or crypto at the time. So I really had to dive deep into blockchain, crypto, and get an understanding of the underlying technology before I even got in to NFTs, right? To but make what made you like NFTs then? If you weren't in crypto, what made you I like- liked the the concept of digital ownership i really understood so i've always been into collectibles whether it be sneakers you know uh pokemon cards sports cards i've really been into those types of asset classes and the concept of digital ownership just like clicked to me because i was thinking okay i mean fortnite skins we have like i played i played so many games like i i was a gamer growing up and i could just think of so many games off the top of my head whether it be overwatch starcraft 2 you know league of legends rust that could have played all these you play League of Legends? 
bro i was so addicted for like a couple of years of my life back in like middle school or early high school so for sure but i could i could also see like where this concept of digital ownership would play a role in those types of games so it just made sense to me right and i knew this was still incredibly early technology so i ended up just doing a ton of research on it right and cryptopunks was one of the first things that ended up standing out to me because that was a one of the first representations of what NFTs were at the time. And one of the only NFTs that I think were kind of somewhat popular at the time we had crypto kitties, but I was like, okay, oh, there's yeah. like one, 1. 1.5 million crypto kitties. Like there's not, I mean, th- th- this doesn't entice me, you know, but crypto punks, oh, we have 10,000. 1.5 million crypto kitties. Well, if we look right now, I did not know what the fuck are they even thinking with that volume? Jesus there's, Christ. There's 2 million right now. There's two million. Oh yeah, that's crypto kitty. Yeah, but but I'm sure like some of them are more rare than others. I just that that overall concept, like I just I was like okay, and also at the same time, at that point, a lot of us understood just briefly that crypto punks were the first NFT. Like a lot of people had that idea, right? And up until they now, they still do. They still they, do. That's the oh, yeah, a lot of people. I mean, but it, it but it's not. It's, it's not, not the first NFT. Not, yeah. That's the thing. So, but that also gave it significance to me too. I was like, okay, this is the first NFT of it, of an, I mean, a first asset of a technology I think is going to be massive in, in the future. So it really interested me. And I started just doing more research, you know, looking into the space, under, understanding NFTs, where they're located on different blockchains. And, you know, I should have pulled the trigger on a CryptoPunk. I ended up not because I was like, man, $10,000, $5,000 for a JPEG. Am I really doing this right now? <laughs> you know, I, and I was like, wait a sec. Let me just open my book, you know, and, but in hindsight, I should have listened to my gut, you know, and I'm not really second guess myself. And those are the types of risk, you know, you take, you don't take. Yeah, but next time, next time you're in that situation, oh, for sure. oh you're pulling trigger. Oh, you yeah. Know but the thing is, I don't know if there'll ever be like another CryptoPunk. So, you know, what Bro, I mean? hold on, hold on, hold like, on. Let me comment on this real quick. You cannot you are you are in the first chapter of the NFT. You were in as early as anybody in the space. There is no way you're right. You're right. It's not going to look like CryptoPunks. I know. That is a crazy opportunity. Like CryptoPunks, you would have had 350,000 possible dollars of of liquidity. Probably. So I get you. But here's what I will say is you're so Mm. you can you not say agree with me in the sense of since you've been in this space, you've had so many opportunities to come up. And I know that CryptoPunks are like a one in a trillion like that. Even in this space, it's a novelty. But like, for example, clones, like what if like in my logic in a Mm. 10 year lifespan, how how are crypto punks for sure better than clones? Historical nature. I would okay, say. but don't you think that 10 years from now, clones will have been almost as early? You're right, crypto punk. But if you just said they're not even the very first NFT, then they got popular off a of fake notion, which is fine. They were the first profile picture. I'm just saying that there's going to be there. If crypto punks are undoubtedly the best NFT collection of all mm-hmm. time, sure. But I, I feel confident that there's you're going to have at least five more of those chances in the next 10 years. That's completely out of my ass, and I'm bullshitting. I, I agree, but I don't think it's going to be with profile picture or avatars. I, I, I agree th- with you there. Yep. I think it's going to be something different, whether it be land, whether it be you know some other in-game asset within a uh, a metaverse or really NFT player in-game. I think it'll happen there rather than avatars because we've seen this sector. I mean, we've seen this you know wave of NFTs I mean, being played out, and I think it's being overplayed at the moment even though i still think there's a lot of massive opportunity within it i do think there's just a lot more you know to be discovered in these other sectors of nfts you know that can provide more opportunity there which i'm shifting a lot of my focus if you check a look at some of my pieces of content like i'm actually you know changing it up in terms of like 
avatars mostly focusing on different metaverse and play in games because i think that's where the future is going and that's where initially i wanted to get into the space because i knew that eventually nfts would start you know shifting there so let, let's actually talk about this because um i'm very into as i just said the introductory chapter is just now closed and now this is mm -hmm. chapter one we're starting I like that too. Uh, by the way, before before we go on to that, I, I do agree with that. Like basically all of this has been an introduction, right? We're, we started the book of NFTs. All of this is an introduction. After NFT NYC, we kind of recapped that introduction. We spoke it and now it's time <laughs> to open, you know, the chapter to uh, chapter one. So I like that a lot. I, I agree with you there fully. And I was going to ask you is I'm looking at your 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 uh your page right now mm -hmm. and before we even let me quickly do a screen share uh but before we uh i i want to actually ask you something really yeah, go for it. so you put uh before we get the goal is the, of this episode is what's to come out of 2022 so mm -hmm. i guess i was going to ask you is i'm going to share this right now do you see my is do you see my page yeah i see it okay or your page so you here you put uh most hyped nft project nft projects releasing soon so i see you got the clones now i see yep. you have this piece by uh, i know this artist what's the the biggest uh M mgxs which i think is pronounced as magics okay yeah, yeah yeah so he's yeah i know that he's releasing that project of that those like awesome ass 3d like figures and i saw yeah, that too it's like a predator thing exactly i saw a few of ferocious's now if you don't mind what do you see i guess i'm just going are those baby apes no, that's not baby apes. I wouldn't put baby apes there. What are, why would you put an ape? What is that? Uh, so I don't know if you heard of this Twitter account called Voltura. So Voltura like, is a Twitter account that's just grown astronomically within the past like few days. And he's developing a like, I mean, uh, an NFT project that's getting a ton of hype. I put that one at the end of the video because that one's definitely the most speculative because no one knows what it looks like or anything like that. And I don't think he might have put actually a website up today. I think that's when he announced he was going to put up a website. But he literally grew from like 10,000 followers to what he's at now in like the matter of like four days. And so, tweets, so what is it with, with a public and proven team with 10 figure business track record? Yeah. And I don't know what the team is. I'm just taking a look at it. And I mentioned it there because it has a ton of people, you know, talking about it and a lot of circulation happening. So we'll end up seeing what happens there. You know, oh, wow. actually, oh, are those what it looks like. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. Oh, I didn't even know. Wow. That's not that's kind of sick. No. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, we've seen a lot of other projects like anime style projects. I'm not saying that's what it looks like. I don't even know what they end up looking like. I don't know if that's it right there. But we have to be very selective in what we end up, you know, purchasing, I think. And personally, for me, I've been a lot more selective, you know, in NFT projects I'm going after. Just so I actually I, I really like this. I, I, I like your logic in, in picking this. I'm going to stop the screen share. Um, I really like your logic in picking that. And and I guess my question to you as we start this off is you included, by the way, I, I'm also these are pieces that are actually releasing before 2022. Yeah. I saw you put included Fawocious's avatar. Yeah. Huge like, artist, you know, so that you know, that's like a, a no guarantee. You know, you know damn well like, that's going to be worth like hundreds of ETH in the future. I mean, the thing is, is like, I do think it, there's going to be value there. Now, 100 ETH, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not saying that it's going to be any price that I end up predicting. But what I think there is going to be is I think there's going to be value because Fawocious is already a proven artist that has sold multi-million dollar pieces at auctions before for their for his one-on-ones. He's so, one of our pioneers, wouldn't you say so? And yeah, for sure. And I think one of the breakout artists within NFTs, you know, uh, including X Copy, including Beeple and, and many others. So um that's the thing right so if he is ending up creating a generative character drop 
there is potential there for value you know also for the collectors there's already a ton of collectors for ferocious's pieces that might want to purchase into you know these generative characters that will be dropping supposedly at the end of this year now i'm i'm not sure if that's going to end up being accurate it might be early 2022 so we'll, we'll see what ends up happening but um i'm excited for that one for sure and and I, I for me it's in ten years to be able to say I have an eighteen year old ferocious generative character generative drop that's yeah. the unlimited supply that's going to be insane. So yeah, I guess sure. my my question for you is this, um, and it could you could stick on the PFP wave you know, on, for your answer, but I guess we wanted you on. Uh, we I wanted you on because <laughs> I wanted to talk about acting like there's a professional team behind me. <laughs> like I wanted to talk about what's next. What does this chapter one entail? So in your opinion. From NFT NYC going forward till the next NFT NYC. Yep. What do you see as how do you see the NFT space playing out? How do these projects look like? What do you see 2022 looking like for the NFT space? So you, we're talking about like the whole year, right? What what's the next wave? So this yeah, this year the came start off with one of one art, went into collections, the apes, the gutter cats, cool cats. What do you see? How do you see 2022 playing out? Are we still gonna get more high quality PFP projects? Are we going into gaming? What is it? Well, what I expect to see in 2022 is you're going to see a lot more, uh, a lot more high-end, well-known brands getting into NFTs and releasing collections, whether it be avatars or just collectibles in general. I think we're going to see a lot of that. And I think specifically, I know I'm going to add on an extra year here. I think within the next two years, I think it's really going to be the year of metaverse-related gaming, you know, NFTs. I think this is going to be the next wave that all of us have been expecting but I think is actually going to happen within these next two years, possibly in 2022. But it's going to take a long time for all of that to develop, right? And for us to see a fully fleshed out metaverse that's actually functional and a ton of people are using. But I think we're going to start seeing a lot of traction within these next two years for sure. And I, I, I think that it's important to notice that right now we're, we're playing with these assets that we're going to use. Yeah. There needs to be a platform for them to yeah. have. Like right now they're not, that's they're just the whole kicking point. in our wallets. It's not I just mean? for Twitter. But let me yeah. tell you, that's like not that's the very least of the reasons we're using these PSPs, PFPs. For, no, but that's right? their best use Twitter. case right now is, yeah, is social so, flex. Yeah, that. And then also it gives you access to like IRL stuff. Right. But other than that, I mean, there's not really that much, you know, use cases for it. Right. So what we're really expecting you to do is use these avatars within a metaverse. Right. And the avatars that are building for that are the ones I think have, you know, a lot of potential. So, okay, so you're saying avatars like Clonex, right? And yeah. a 3D model, so it's 3D, so it can be imported to any metaverse, mm -hmm. downloaded off Unity, Unreal, and Roblox, so it can yep. go into these game verses, and it's rigged. So you're mm -hmm. saying that going forward, these projects can't just release a st static image, right? The no. art has to increase in the sense of, now, you just said, though, that we're moving away from, from profile pictures. So as an NFT builder, do I go in the route of creating a profile picture, right? Uh, that's rigged, kind of like Clone X, or do I shift to something else and go towards land, towards um, whatever it may be? I saw that you included in your most typed NFT projects video. What's that like, uh, that game creation thing? Subdrive. Okay, I've been interested in that too. Who's who's the creator of that again? Dom? Dom, no? you're right. Yeah, Dom, which okay. is the co-creator of Vine as well as the creator of Blit Maps. We have you Nouns Dow, who's part developer in that as well. Yeah, he's as one of the biggest guy. people in the space, basically. Yeah, one of the most innovative developers in the space in terms of So NFT. explain to me really quickly what this is and, and like do you see like the I guess what I'm trying to say, because this is something mm -hmm. that like creates a game, right? Yeah. And well, NFT 
So basically what it is, right? So Subdrive is a virtual console, right? And the NFTs themselves are going to be the games that are going to be played on these virtual consoles. So think of it as like, let's say, I mean, if you hop on their Twitter, you can hop on their Twitter and see an actual game. And the games are very simple, right? But there's only they're going to be limited edition, right? So there's only going to be a set amount of those games as NFTs that will able to be played on the Subdrive. So let's say a game of, I'm just going to use Pac-Man. I don't know if that's going to end up being great, but let's just use Pac-Man being played on Subdrive. If you scroll down, actually, yeah, scroll down a little bit. Uh, there we go. Like one of those games right there, there could be a thousand copies of that game right there and it, it'll be it'll become a collector's piece, right? That will only be able to be played on the Subdrive virtual console, right? And it will be able to be support. It'll support a ton of different games as NFTs. And his idea of it is to kind of make it a similar idea for what art blocks is for art, right? So it's like generative game development in a sense where you as an individual can set certain parameters that will change the outcome of what the game will look like and release a certain amount, you know? So, so why, but my question is why do you, okay. So I see why the innovation here is why I like this, but yeah. I'm saying what makes me like, what do you like about these individual games? Do you see these games as like something people spend no. time on or just a collection? Well, in the future, so there's two things, right? First of all, in the way I'm looking at it currently and right now, the only value it's going to have is in terms of like innovation, collectability, right? I think this is an extremely new concept that hasn't been tapped in like from anyone yet, from what I understand. And I think there's going to be collector value in that regard. And I think it's just a really cool concept overall. And who knows, maybe these games, right, become really, really dynamic and really at, like full-fledged games that look much more complex than what we're seeing right now, you know, and that could be a possibility, you know, so in you're the saying Subdrive could have like a how it went from the PS1 to the PS4, PS5. You're yeah, saying that's like what the, Dom has said. He literally, okay, so you're saying that these get individual NFT games. So if I buy this NFT, I get this game mm -hmm. that I can use on Subdrive could one day be like a fucking Skyrim, like a highly graph. With the it could beat. be one day, you know, depending on the console. I don't know how that is going to work in terms of like development, but you know, that is the kind of the vision, right? The game itself, let's say you got that game you're looking at on screen as an NFT. I don't know if the audience can see that right now, they but they oh, they can't. Okay, cool. So, like, let's say you got that game as an NFT, it's not going to be able to be changed, you know, into a, a insane game. It, but this is the game you end up getting, and this is going to be one of the very first games that'll be released on the subdrive. So it'll kind of be like that collector's value, that collector's piece of having one of the very first games that have ever released on that console. So I actually think this is insanely ingenious, but why, what's the, like, I guess my question to you is why, why do you think Dom did this? What, where, what do you think, what potential it's like, what long-term goal does he see coming out of this? <laughs> I don't know what that guy ends up thinking, but because, but he creates a lot of interesting stuff, you know, I think, He's a very innovative person. I have no clue what's going on in his head, but he's thinking of some really cool ideas and I am going to end up supporting that. So I am probably going to look to buy one of these for sure. Dude, I'm uh, thinking, have you ever seen Ready Player One? Yeah, yeah. I think everyone in the NFTs. Yeah, you have. To. That's like the Bible for us <laughs> NFT yeah. people. Like, you have to watch that. Yeah, if you don't watch that, yeah. Yeah, if you don't watch that, understand. fuck off. You know? <laughs> no, for but what sure. I was going to say is, do you feel like, like, you know how in that movie they put on the helmet and they, they're they like, okay, I'm going to go to this realm. I'm going to go to this realm. What if it's like, this is like, uh, kind of like, you know, we're in the realm, right? We put on our shit. We appear in meta, whatever you want to call it. And then we like, because by the way, Mark Zuckerberg said you own your NFTs. Just want to, he when that interview with Gary Vee, which we'll discuss yeah. later. 
But uh, what if you pull out your sub drive and you could play a game, you could start a game, you could get it like you could have pull out a sub drive and like kind of create an experience, a mobile experience. Like, yeah. boom, let's you get in a fight with someone. Well, you pull out your sub drive and put in your game. Next thing you know, you guys are in an arena du- duking it out. Like, I, I know this is crazy, Possible. but I'm seeing I'm starting to see it. But like there it's crazy because you think like, you know, you have some self-confidence, you me like, hey, we're doing well, we're building. Then there's yep. people like Dom who do this type of shit. That's just like next level. <laughs> exactly. You're like, like oh, damn. Dude, I what the hell? How did he out of everything you could do in this space? This is one like one of those innovative things. And I'll tell you one thing, like, I don't know how this will do, because I would I don't know if you think we're in a bear market, but we're definitely not in a hot market as much as we used to be like. Uh, well, these past three days have been hot. I know. I know. Sure. I know. The so mutants we'll, we'll are coming. Everything's happening. going up. Yeah. But so. I would like to take it into like a week before we say, oh, we're out this bear market. Oh, and for I, sure. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? I'm like, saying, and I don't even consider it a bear market because we're still all building. But what I guess my point is like, I, it's things are like in volume wise, August was mm-hmm. insane. And I'm curious how these will do, because when you're talking about quality projects that could reignite that flame, I think this is one of them. Yeah, for sure. I think there's, there's a few that are going to end up doing that. Right. And the thing is, is, I think the market, the market is obviously not dead, right? Because even this quote unquote bear market that we're seeing right now, I mean, board apes were still at like 30 ETH, you know, we were just at NFT NYC, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think this is a bear market at all. And, but what I do think is that the market is getting more selective and the money is getting smarter. You know, that's what I think. And I think not every collection that's going to end up being released is going to sell out. And we're seeing that right now. So it's going to be interesting, right? So you're going to have collections like this, which are extremely innovative and actually have, you know, some cool collectability to it that I think the market will respond to. And there's going to be collections like that are like that and then collections that aren't like that. So that's why I think where the market is currently. When you say util, you say this market's going to be more selective. You say that, sure. you know, we say, we say that these assets need to get, have more utility, I guess. What, mm-hmm. what do utilities do you have in mind? And is it just simple game utilities or what do you, is there a specific utility that you see next outside of profile picture avatars? I'm going to go back. I know I've, I've harped on this a lot in this video, but like, I'm going to go back into gaming. Gaming is going to provide, I think the most utility, right? Access within games, you know, certain perks, certain benefits by holding a certain NFT. Like I'll give you an example, right? And this is some alpha for anyone listening right now. And I think I told you this during NFT NYC, I'm really, really bullish on Axie Infinity land items, you know, and land items are going to influence, you know, the productivity of land gameplay that you are having with your axes, right? So let's say, for example, right, and part of the mechanics is you need to chop wood and get wood as some type of resource for land, you know, to do something with. And one of the NFTs, right, one of the land items will actually supply you like a 10% more efficiency and faster wood cutting you know See, that's a crazy so that, that that's is, crazy that's a utility and that's what i'm saying that there's so much utility that you can end up adding in a game or a metaverse that is going to far outweigh what you can add outside in the real world right there's so many experiences you can add in the real world mm-hmm. such as access to a party you know events and everything like that meetups but within a game you're going to actually have true utility which these nfts are going to be used for so i'm i really so I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that for projects coming out in 2022, they have to create like a, a gaming mechanism behind them? 
Or do you think that they have to be able to be imported into other game verses? Or do you think, do you think that what I'm guess what I'm trying to say is those two factors that I just said, do you yep. think those one of those two needs to be in a project like some utility with a game for it to for a game mechanism for it to do success, have success? Or do you see that NFTs, you keep saying they're going to gaming, right? But you never talked about, you know, more, I guess, real estate, um, retail, shopping, yeah. uh, ticket access to like ticketing tickets yeah. to events. Do you think that it gets there next year or do you think that's at least a couple years out? I think that's certainly a possibility. I think the real estate thing is going to be a long way out. I don't think that's going to be next year. I think ticketing is probably going to be one of the next moves we'll end up seeing. I don't think every NFT is going to be ended up like going into a game. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just specifically focused on gaming. So that's like where my mind is currently. So that's where I'm kind of looking at where NFT projects are at right now in terms of avatars. I think avatars, most avatars are going to have to transition into a gaming or a metaverse because that's what they're going to be built. That's what they're building out for, right? They're building out for the metaverse as digital representation of what I want to look like inside of online world. Now, for other sectors of NFTs, like you stated, like real estate ticketing, that doesn't need to be like applied into a gaming metaverse, right? Other, but it, but it can, you know. I mean, in reality, for concerts, there can be virtual concerts, virtual tickets, you know, as NFTs. So that could be applied there as well. I mean, virtual real estate is also a thing, you know, inside games and inside metaverse. But there's also real world applications you can use NFTs for within real estate and ticketing that I don't think need to be adapted into a game. So, but that that's just kind of where my mind is currently. So if I'm answering a lot, like with certain games, right? Like NFTs have to go into games. That's just because like what I'm thinking um, in, in terms of like the place I'm at at the moment. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about to, to I want to give some really quality mm-hmm. content to end this episode. We're going to have two discussions. Go for it. One on the, the best games coming forward in mm-hmm. that you think 2022 and Axie could be included because yeah. it's already out. Anything that's out could be included with what's coming out. It's still and, early. And the next discussion will be the best. We're going to rank the best land that you can buy in terms of what's going to, what project will go the farthest and what will have the highest ROI. We're going to, and none of this is financial advice. This yeah, exactly. All, not financial advice. All to speculation you motherfuckers. Don't fucking I, fuck I'm us. stupid. I'm just a regular person. Yeah. You know I'm an mean? idiot. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so top, we're going to rank the best land and then we're all, but before we get that, we're going to rank the best games. Yep. So, and before we get there, have you seen, and I don't know if this is real, so Go there's been rumors. Geo, it's not rumors. Geo confirmed that Axie Infinity, the the product we see is like ten to twenty percent of the actual game. Oh, for sure, bro. They like, said that the game's that actually card a game. Of, yeah, they said it's going to be a Clash of Clans like game. That is the final mm-hmm. form of of the game, a mixed with a play a PVP mechanism like they have mm-hmm. now. But they're going to integrate. The main gameplay will be centered around the land, and that's what for Geo sure. confirmed. You even said this earlier. Hundred percent. Have that you seen the damn three D Axie graphics? No, I haven't. Have they leaked? Bro, I. We're gonna pull this up. Have they leaked it? I haven't seen it actually. Is, is it good? Did they recently? We're just about to watch up? this live. Bro. All right, all right, bet, bet, bet. Let me know what you think of this. And I don't know if this is real. Like, I I agree with Jiho for sure, though. I don't think the card game is gonna get mass adoption as it is right now. The land gameplay is gonna be everything. You know, it's gonna be everything. <laughs> so that is gonna be a big telltale sign on whether or not that project will end up succeeding. What? Axing. Can you say that one more time? Sorry, I'm heated. That I, I think the, the, su- the, su- <laughs> the success of the gameplay will end up, you know, signaling on for me and probably for many other people, whether or not Axie Infinity will succeed long term. 
I agree. I will also say, considering they have the biggest Discord in the world, 700k yep. followers in Feta country, in the Philippines, they're pretty much established long term. I don't think they're going like, oh, this is it. Well, I mean, play to earn. Look, let me know, know what you could, think. Could move. So, do you I see it? See, I can't see right now. You're not screen sharing. My stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I can see your My reaction. My stupid though. ass started playing can... it, and I wasn't even screen sharing. All right, hold on. All right, All right. you guys ready? This is. All right. I could be tripping, but this is this might be if this turns 3D. Where'd you I think, find this? Where'd you find this? On Axie's main page. Oh, okay. On Axie's the first page? tweet up. You can go check it out. Ready? Okay. Set go. All right. I think I've seen. Is this the first tweet? You see this? Yes, I'm seeing. I'm seeing it. I can't hear. I don't know if you have volume on, but it's all good. <laughs> that's hard as fuck yeah i mean the 3d animation really looks nice i'm not sure if that's is that a new when, when did that tweet come out look at the tweet really quick so i can see the date because that tweet might be a little old november but, 4th you're right oh right oh november 4th that's not that old that's only like a week and a half but um the land gameplay i mean they have certain sectors on their website which you can check right and I'll, i can link it to you if, if you need it on discord or i don't know if does zoom have chat no so go ahead Angel, do you, what are your and again, this doesn't mean actually is going to be 3D, but if I, I think it should one day. But anyway, I think all of these are going to be one day, you know, 3D, but we have to start off with baby steps. So I think it's first going to be like through a screen. So, oh, wait, you do you think? Yeah, OK, I yeah. like that because not all of us have virtual. I, I mean, I don't even have an Oculus, to be frank with you. I don't have an Oculus. Are you talking Any about virtual reality? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think that's what I was hinting at is like, do you think yeah. this is, if we're all going to go into VR, do you think it has to be 3D in VR or do you think you could be in that'd be weird in 2D, actually? <laughs> so what I think it's going to be right is that it's going to be to get to that VR metaverse. All of us envision one day like Ready Player One. It's going to be baby steps. That's a long way away, man. And I think it's going to be it's going to take years for us to get to that point. And we're going to have metaverses in between that where it's not going to involve VR. Right. It's just when is meta coming out? I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but I want to see how that gets adopted because I know a lot of people in the NFT space are hating on it. So it'll. Dude, uh, and and honestly, before we get to our last discussion, I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I saw the Gary V. Mark Zuckerberg interview. Highly recommend everybody watch it. That's was it good. I didn't see it yet. Was it good? Yes. Mark Zuckerberg is weird, but yes. Dude, he's a weird guy, bro, but he's smart. So Marky, because I know you're hearing this because we mentioned your name live on camera. I'm on your I I'm not hating on you because he's probably going to he has data tracking, so he probably is going to see. this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm kidding. kidding. No, (laughs) but like I honestly will say this. He confirmed a couple things that, Mm -hmm. you know, he he loves the NFTs thing and he loves digital ownership. So he's not going to take away. our. He's going to let us. And he mentioned interoperability, bro. So it seems like we're going to be able to take our own NFTs from Facebook, from Meta uh, to yeah. other other metaverses. So if that's don't the case, think, go ahead. But don't, but don't think it's like, uh, don't think he's doing it. Like, I don't want to say all of the kindness out of his heart, but at the same time, there's a benefit for his company somewhere, uh, like a massive benefit. No. So here's what I think. This is what I was going to say is they're going to track our data. I won't. Mm-hmm. They'll track more of it because we're in a, completely encapsulated in a world. So yeah. they'll track our data. 
I really hope they don't track our thoughts, but with with I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, no, that's, that's, a, that's a whole other podcast right there. <laughs> no, yeah, bro. What do you we mean? We can talk They're about the, do- the the neural link, right? Is that what you're talking about? Bro, our cerebral cortex as well be hooked up to a cloud within 20 years. That's what um, I the head of AI years? at Google. 20 Maybe years earlier. Ago. I don't know. I'm just uh, whatever you oh, think. Hopefully, I'll be gone, but that'll be an interesting time for my kids. Uh, to experience i don't want to be gone in 20 years <laughs> i don't want to be gone in 20 <laughs> well, years. i don't think it's going to be 20 years that's why i disagree so i think i'll i'll be gone by the so time whatever so yeah let's fucking pray honestly um, yeah <laughs> but what i was gonna say is this is is i don't know you made me what, what the hell was i talking about we were talking about zuck oh yeah yeah zuck when i i heard this interview he said interoperability so for me mm-hmm. i think that they're gonna track our data but to me okay. i think that the benefit comes from this that product will not succeed if we don't have digital ownership of our NFTs or if we can't, if interoperability is not a thing where I can only use NFTs within meta and I can't bring my cool cats in there. I agree. I think that, 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 that is just that product won't succeed where I think his benefit will be is (laughs) you're going to have to pay a transaction fee, two bucks, a small one to bring your assets in and out. And he's going to take a little bit of, of each one and it's going to make a fuck ton of money. It's going to make a shit ton of money because if it takes, if it costs, think of it, if it costs one to five dollars for a transaction fee and we're doing a lot of those a day, if we have a lot of like people like you and me in the future will be like, and he, if he takes a percentage of each one and with everybody in the world using this, dude, that thing will be a, one of the most insane cash cows of all time. Like to mm-hmm. me, I think he's just found going to find different ways to just make this insanely rich he's gonna track data and sell it to governments but i also think that that that's pretty much i don't think like people are saying it's evil like i think it'll endorse the space on the front end i think it'll stand true with our values on the front end there's no way he's too smart of a human being there's no way this motherfucker uh like this dude's a straight up genius there's no way he doesn't foresee this like he's probably understands marketing and human behavior, behavioral patterns to even Gary Vee said this to a disproportionate degree. He said this on the episode. I think that he's going to track our data, do all this, this, this shit, but I don't think it's as bad. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm unsure. And maybe you can clarify this for me, what the NFT community specifically hates so much about this. If it was like in the bad sense, in the, in the worst case scenario. I think he embodies everything that's wrong kind of with Web2. I think that's what they they see it as, you know, as like this controlled ecosystem rather this open and decentralized, you know, ecosystem that we all want to be a part of. And I think that goes into more of like the essence of decentralization with crypto, right? And why, I mean, even a lot of, there's people out there that aren't fans of OpenSea because OpenSea isn't 100% decentralized, you know? What do you mean? Like OpenSea is, uh, it's it's decentralized in a sense, but it's also a centralized marketplace where they can curate it however they seem is right. You know, you can sell your NFTs on different platforms. That's fine, but they could take off your NFTs from OpenSea and even freeze your assets on on OpenSea. on OpenSea, but not on not yeah. on other not on not on MetaMask, right? No, but you could just sell the NFTs elsewhere, right? That That's not an issue, right? That, that is <laughs> what the hell open. do you mean that's not an issue? There's no elsewhere right now. <laughs> but that that's the thing, you know? That's that's part of it, right? It's, it's kind of the centralized place, you know? Which, I mean, 
I don't think all of this would have been possible without OpenSea, so I'm not going to knock them for that. I think some sort of centralization was needed, you know, similar to what Coinbase did for the crypto space. You know, Coinbase is huge, you know, and even though a lot of people may not like it you because it's this giant corporation that's a publicly traded company, you know, and they, they ask for KYC and everything like that, even though all of these other exchanges have to do, it's still so incredibly user-friendly and it allowed for so many more people to become more adopted within the space. Don't so you open- think Coinbase yes. is going to be so good for our NFT space? I think so, because I think I think more competition against OpenSea is a good thing. Now, I love OpenSea. Don't get me wrong. You know, I think OpenSea, like I just said, did great things for the space. But at the same time, there needs to be another player, right, that's also providing that necessary level of competition for OpenSea to continue innovating innovating. And making sure that their product, their product doesn't become like irrelevant, you know, and also making it better for the consumer. I think competition breeds more innovation and breeds just a better overall environment for us, the people who end up using it, because they are wanting our money. They want our money and our attention. So whichever one of these companies ends up putting out a better product or a service, we're going to flock to that. I think we're I honestly think Coinbase's ability to bypass the MetaMask thing Mm -hmm. is going to make them shit on OpenSea. Do you not we'll do you agree or no? I mean, we, we got to see until Coinbase comes out, but I think I think they have a ton of potential. And if they do it right, they're going to be a huge player. For sure. Okay, so let, let's get into this. <clears throat> Cuz I kind of I by the way, I agree with you there on, on 100% on the Coinbase thing and whenever that comes out, I do think that at that point it, we got to actually enjoy this calm before the storm because I think yeah. I, I don't know how long that storm will be. But that will be a storm. God damn it. Like, I got to stop saying that. Sorry about that. Because I'm, I'm religious, too. But anyway, so what are, in your opinion, Angel, mm-hmm. let's talk about metaverses. What are. We'll start with metaverses, then we'll go to play to earn games, because I think that's okay. more fun. What are your top virtual worlds uh, in terms of buying land for 2022? Now, it could be it could be highest ROI as mm-hmm. well as. Uh, best product what do you think will go the farthest if you could give me your mm, top five options we'll go start at number one and i'll go you go then two three four and five so i'm gonna like i'm gonna consider axie a metaverse in terms of their land gameplay so i'm I'm gonna put that in my list somewhere so and let me just mention it i don't know if i want to put these in order but i mean i'll say which one i'm most bullish on i think the sandbox by far is my favorite you're putting that over axie uh, yeah i'm putting that over axie for sure. Okay. I think that one has the most potential. Can we I, put Axie in the game versus the play to earn game mechanism? Let's take it out the virtual just because because all these are going to be play to earn games though. If you think no 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 no, but how is Sandbox? They're going to Sandbox is going to host play to earn games, but Sandbox is also some people might not play games. They might just go on there to buy stuff to trade. Yeah, that's true. So to and so I guess what I'm trying to say is let's do ver- worlds that are like metaverses, virtual worlds that are. We'll leave the metaverse out of it. We'll put virtual worlds that are can be used for either multiple games or other activities or a game verse. We'll classify those as game verses. I only have three then. There's only three I have, right? And one of them is actually not on blockchain. So those three are going to be the sandbox, Decentraland, and then Roblox. I think those three are my top picks, and I think there is a good chance that one of those three will become the leading metaverse for quite some time. Okay, what... So for for me, I would go sandbox. I would go 
Meta. I would Meta? go Somnium okay. Space, and I would go Roblox. Mm-hmm. I'd put four in there. What makes you put and five Decentraland? Damn it, I hate. I don't like Decentraland. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta respect it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, the thing. Like you gotta Bitcoin, respect yeah, yeah. So you gotta what, respect it. What what makes you like Sandbox over the others? Well, Roblox is is close, right? Roblox in terms of my excitement for it, but in terms of the sandbox, I think it has that Roblox of level of potential, right? In terms of amassing such a user base, but I think it also has that benefit of being built on the blockchain and being crypto native, right? So I think that is the advantage it has over Roblox. The biggest thing is is that they need to be able to get a user base playing that actual game. And I think we've been so familiarized with the voxelized form of these types of games like playing minecraft back in the day and it's so many kids have played minecraft and i think it'll be an easy transition for them to go from minecraft to the sandbox and kind of learn it as well as i think it's a lot more functional than than the central end in my opinion right and i think it's there's more opportunity for a lot of more fun gameplay on it and that's the biggest factor i think at the end of the day is it is it fun you know also you can make money in it you can get play to earn game that's, that's great right but at the end of the day is it a fun game to play and i think the sandbox is going to be a fun game to play and they've secured a ton of partnerships i think even more partnerships than what the central land has offered and i think what they're building is is really good and i'm really excited to see just a public version of their release happening here in the near future and i don't know it's kind of this like intuition why would you put sandbox over axie now because you said that as well well so you want me to consider axie as a metaverse now is that what we're saying yeah yeah, okay this part i would because i think there's more opportunity for different types of games and overall experiences within a metaverse like the sandbox rather than rather than on axie right you're going to be able to build games on their on their land gameplay don't get me wrong at different experiences but it's not going to be the same for what you're going to be able to build on the sandbox. As a former gamer, you're not, are you playing going forward? You're never going to play anything that's not play to earn or, or do you still dabble in things that aren't play to earn? No, I'll still, I mean, if my, my homies just want to drink a beer and like, you know, play some league or CSGO and I want to flame, like, you know what I mean? I'll play those games. You know, I don't mind, you know, I'm not going to be like no NFT. No, what, what does Kagi Jan do? You know, his little motto that I really enjoy. Yeah. yeah he's just like, no play to earn, no play. Yeah. <laughs> he's something just like, like that. that. Yeah. He's like, no, I, no, I'm not, I don't play no, like, yeah. 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 I'm sure like at the end of the day behind closed doors, he does play some, some non NFT games, you know, just have some fun. I think everyone does, you know, um, yeah, that, that's where I kind of stand on that. Okay, so let's get, move on. What now that in 2022, what are your top uh, play to earn games that that I guess you could say to classify a play to earn game? It's focused on a game mode on a specific game. It doesn't have on a primary game mode because a lot of these game places like Star Atlas have multiple games uh, and it generates a currency. So I guess maybe you could include Sandbox in here. Yeah, you, you double dip. We conclude the sandbox is a multitude of games like sandbox is a lot of games in one so i'm I'm gonna have to put axie at number one you know because by far and away they're the most successful and most you know they they earn the most income by far you know in my eyes and it's still a fun game to play for some people even though a lot of people may not enjoy that card sector i think there is still a lot of fun in it um other than that man there's not a lot dude like I could just put Axie at just like the only one on that list because that's how early this is. Like, and I go back to saying how early this is. There is basically no other games besides Axie Infinity, the Central Land, and possibly the Sandbox. 
you know, and and maybe. What do you think you of got games like Alluvium though? Alluvium, I like Alluvium. I think it has potential, but at the same time, I can see the criticism that it has that we're purchasing into, you know, a coin that's very high up in value. That there is no game that has been released for it just yet. And a lot of the building within it, you know, is still in very, very early development. Like a lot of these other games, you know, we see. But I think specifically for Alluvium, they're planning out a very, very big universe. And I think there's going to be a lot of work to go behind that. And we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. You know, I'm not like a game expert. That's the thing. So it's like hard to pinpoint exactly what I need to look for in games. But my intuition is that, you know, it's it's high risk, high reward, you know, for sure. More than more than the sandbox, the central and an axiom. So I, I I agree with you. I, I definitely see I, I think Alluvium and Star Atlas on Solana. I think Star Atlas is going to be Solana's gem. You heard it mm-hmm. here first, for folks. I think yeah. Star Atlas is going to be the game that uh, establishes Solana as like the second best chain um behind Ethereum and its L2s. Um, but I, I also for me, I agree. I think Axie is by far and away number one. And I think if they go 3D, destroy everything. I think that would be insane. Yeah. But once they have a new game mode that's coming out with the 3D, I think that all of that is going to be absolutely. And, and Jiho even said 2022, he was just like, we're going to stay quiet. We're building. Yeah, they like, haven't said anything about land, bro. They yeah, so, said so, so I like what I think in 2023, they're going to do and, and everything. Uh, I agree with you with Axiom. Honestly, these discussions make me want to like get into Axie, like ASAP Rocky, like get into that quick and really start. Even though it doesn't look as like cool now, mm-hmm. I want to get into the game and get experience. But and I, I think, think the opportunity is with the land and the items. That's where I'm looking at. Like the individual axes. Yeah. The individual axes. Like I know a lot of people are involved in individual axes and breedings and everything like that and playing the actual card game. But I think a lot of the opportunity is going to be the items and the land. You know. So let me look this up. And like I said, like going back to your question, man, like what other games are out there that I'm like really bullish on? Like other than Axie, like there's not, I don't I don't want to say there's nothing, but it's hard for me to pinpoint. So I, I agree. But at the same time, like I think there's going to be like some big games coming out. The only ones I'm aware of are Alluvium and Star Atlas. Um, like Lupify's Treeverse. No disrespect, Lupify, you're a goat, but like I'm didn't look as great to me as other games, but that has land. Um, but like for me, I think the, the graphics, the delivery of the game is big. Um, I'm trying to trying to find Axie Infinity land price. Where do you find the land on Axie? Uh go to are you on Axie's website? Yeah. Go to marketplace. Oh, it's on Axie's website. Yeah. Or are you on OpenSea or something? Yeah, go to the, the marketplace.axiinfinity.com and then you can check and go to marketplace and sort by land. Oh, I see land. I want to say the cheapest land right now is like $14,000. <laughs> These land prices have gone up too. That's not bad though compared to like other... Uh... I mean, the floor compared to other fucking land, central land. Yeah, compared to other, it's the same price, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Axie over Decentraland. No, not even a question. Okay, so the lowest, the cheapest price of land is 3.18 ETH. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking at right now. So yeah, I I I agree. Um, 
this is actually something I'm curious about getting. Yeah, what, for the sure. Land? <laughs> for sure. What this this yeah. is actually, dude. This is the most underpriced fucking gem in, on the market right now. To be honest with you, like we'll, we'll Axie Infinity Land, and there's only 755 plots, bro, for sale. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I not think all I'm, the lands are out yet. By the way, I just want to let you know how many are. Oh, how many are they going to publish? Do I know? don't know, but there's going to be more land sales. So. Just to let you know that. Okay, so it, it, Sandbox is going to have 168,000 around there max, so uh, 64 maybe. So if it's around there or less, I'd be mm-hmm. fine with it. But I'm going to end this episode. We want to. We went on for an hour and ten minutes. Um, <laughs> that went by fast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going. I'm actually. I like when I get past an hour. Um, sure. I thank you, Angel, uh, for joining me. I'm going to ask you end the episode you. with one question. If, Let's go. I'm pretty confident we'll have more discussions. But if we were to have one discussion mm-hmm. only in a year, where would you say what's one bold prediction you'd say about the NFT space and about your your career? Yeah, let's go with the the. I'll go with my career first, and then we'll go with the NFT space. I I want to be a prominent content creator within the space, and I want to be a person that is constantly educating new people getting into it. You know, with knowledge that I think is useful. Now, I want to preface that I am not like a genius around NFTs. You know, I'm just providing on what I'm seeing and trying to give my opinions and where I think the market is headed, as well as just providing some tutorials for people who are getting into the space that requires a lot of education beforehand. And hopefully I'm that stepping stone for a lot of people that are able to get more infiltrated to NFTs within the future and continue to do so. Uh, in terms of NFTs, my like bold prediction, I don't know if this is a bold prediction. I just tweeted this actually, is that I think mass adoption comes within less than two years. So I think mass adoption is right around the corner. And I think it's going to catch everyone by surprise. I don't think it's going to happen with. Oh, so you think it's none of us are going to be expecting it. Yeah, none of us are going to expect it, but it's going to happen. So I think mass adoption is like right around the corner. That's a bold prediction. What's your lie? I like that, though. What's your logic there? Gaming. (laughs) Gaming. Yeah, gaming. Essentially, I know that I've harped on that so much in this video, but I think gaming is going to change it. I think gaming is actually the step forward. You know, and I think there's so many gamers out there that want true digital ownership of their assets. And I think these games are going to start giving it to them. Games like Axie Infinity, The Sandbox, The Central Land, you know, and probably many others that are currently building at the moment will come out, you know, within not within the next two years. But there will be some games that will be successful within the next two years in my eyes. And within the next five years, you know, 10 years, there's going to be games that are going to just totally revolutionize the space. And everyone, you know, mostly everyone is going to own an NFT. And I think that's going to be huge. So I do think mass adoption is right around the corner. You think mostly everyone will own an NFT within two years? No, not within two years, but I think mass adoption will happen. I think where I think everyone, absolutely everyone knows what NFTs are and they will start, you know, doing their research and starting to dabble into it. And before I let you go, if that happens, do you think that when you say that, do you think an NFT wave comes in and current NFT prices skyrocket? Of these NFTs, these old NFTs, these 2021 ones, 2020 ones. Not all 2021 ones, because there's a lot of 2021 trash, and not all of them are going to be relevant. Like I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Like uh, keeping it a buck, you know. Like not all of them are going to be relevant within 10 years for sure. There's just too many, you know. And yeah, I can list a few. I think that are, you know. It's just okay. like 
like mid tier, like high mid tier, like you're going to be talking about like obviously the crypto punks, the board API clubs are blocks. You have cool cats, you have doodles, which I think will stay relevant. You then have, um, what are all the ones? Uh, did I say cool cats already? Let's say clone X. We'll see. We'll see about Clone X. Oh, I, I'm on. hyped on Clone X. I'm hyped on Clone X. I made a lot bro, of videos on Clone Angel, X. Bro. That's artifact. Though. Hey, Forbes hey, sponsor. Hey, hey, I've made a lot of videos. I I like Clone X. I like. Yeah, Clone you X. have it all over your page. Yes, bro. but but they haven't released yet, so I can't say that definitive. But that's Artifact Studios. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree. so how about but current Artifact Studios NFTs? Do you think they'll yeah, hold? Okay, possibly, but we'll see the dip on after the the presale is done. Okay. So, we'll <laughs> <laughs> that ends up happening so that that's something interesting a lot of this stuff i think is overvalued in the short term but there's going to be a lot of you know long-term gems that are going to be out there that are going to continue to stay relevant i'm super bullish on dead fellas i like cyber kongs you know and there's a, a just a good amount of other nft Do you projects think those that stay relevant i don't think cyber kongs stay relevant because sec I think, regulations I think cyber, well maybe not for their genesis pieces but for their other okay. they have three they have three collection they have genesis baby kongs and then they have their voxelized versions for the sandbox oh yeah i saw the vx or v1 yeah, yeah i saw those and uh, what were you gonna say after that in terms I of said, uh i said dead fellows and then i just think there's there's a few others you think dead fellows makes it i love dead fellows you have dead some fellows. do you own some yeah i do okay. and the reason why i like it so much is the team and it gives me cool cat vibes no so. they, how cheap are they I think they they were like before this little run up we're seeing right now they were like 0.4 and now I think they're like close to one ETH. No way! Damn. Yeah. So, oh, they climbed pretty fast. They're 0.86. They're 0.86. They're they're close. They're close. No, but they I climbed. honestly want to buy. I th I agree with you. These will blow up one day. Yeah, I I like Deadfellas a lot. Like not only because I think the art's super cool, but I'm more bullish on the team than anything. I think Betty, which is one of the head founders within um dead fellas is just one of the most active and and just really knows how to provide value for the community i know i was supposed to interview her and she she flaked yeah oh no really <laughs> she agreed to no she agreed to it then she flaked so but it, it's cool i'll get her i i you didn't know her. i really i like cool. her a lot i like her a lot i agree but here's again here's what i think this a collection like this is going to be branded she needs to turn this into 3d at some point in my opinion do you agree or no she's built they're they're building for the sandbox they've already like posted kind of leaks of what they will look like in the sandbox like like 3d voxelized models yep but yep. don't you think they have to create blender versions my versions that can go in like 3d like like uh, like for sure space meta i think so but i think like like i was telling you here i think it's going to take time for one of those 3d versions of a metaverse that you're envisioning to take a foothold and i think metaverses like the sandbox or Decentraland, which is the central land is a 3D version, right? I'm sure they'll look be in Insomnium Space. Look in, you know sure. what's I don't I do not know a lot about Insomnium Space. So okay, I'll send you Somnium Space. I'll send you some shit right after this episode, mm -hmm. actually. For sure. Just so you could do your episode your research, just to let me know what you think. I agree. And the thing is, is like like I was telling you, I think it's gonna take baby steps for it to be built out to the metaverse I think all of us want it to be, which is this re basically real life, right? This is what we want, right? We want this to like it to look and feel like this and it'll take some time for that to happen and we're going to have metaverses like the sandbox and the central end beforehand you know that will become popular before something like that happens okay. in my uh, eyes i i agree with you and to to say one more thing i do also think that um 
there's a, a one we didn't talk about is Ember Sword. I think they're going to Oh, be, yeah, Ember Sword. I, I bro, totally forgot about them. They bro, have, they have I'm excited for that game. It's coming out soon because it's going to be kind of like RuneScape, and your mm-hmm. your land pays you out in passive income. Really? Yes. So I don't know how that's going to be deal with SEC regulations. We'll see. <laughs> but like you, it's kind of like if you can play stores that you can like you take a percentage of each transaction. I don't know exactly how yeah. it works, but uh, Ember Sword, I will say, is going to be big. And I know I'm missing. It looks uh, great, too. I, for, I totally forgot about that game, actually. The graphics, yeah. you're saying? Yeah, the graphics look great. Do you think that it, but I don't see it competing with an Axie, but I still do see it'll be like a, a great game. There's going to be multiple games that will succeed. It doesn't have to be like the level of Axie. You know what do, I mean? Do you like, think any game will ever touch Axie? Yeah, I think games will su- far surpass Axie. Really? Okay. I, okay. I think so, man. I was going to say really Wilder do. World. That's something we didn't talk about yet. Wilder- I don't know. Which one's that one? While the Jake Paul endorsed it. Uh, Wilder World, World is mm-hmm. like the racing metaverse. It's like the racing game. Uh, Wilder Wheels is their NFT collection. I think that's going to be like they had Jake Paul, like they're partnered with Jake Paul. They're going to be huge in my opinion. So mm-hmm. uh, link, I think, link that to me too. I'll check it out. All right. I got you. I was actually going to interview him too. I hope to do that soon. But Jake Paul? That's my all for sure. Bro, that's one day for sure. That's one of my, <laughs> that's one of my targets, bro. But uh, Wilder, Frank Wilder, the guy that created. Oh, okay, okay. And creatures. We didn't talk about creatures. I think creatures will be here, don't you? Yeah, I, I like creatures in the community they're building, for sure. So I, I think if you're going to see a collection that's here for long term, I think creatures is there too. But anyway, thank you so much for for doing Got this you, with me, man. big guy. I appreciate for you. Sure. Uh, you're the man. Um, and appreciate I'll link these guy. things to you. Uh, everybody, I'll, I'll include Angel's links in the description to this video um angel thank you so much for doing this for me i'm gonna probably I'll post this tomorrow probably and i'm gonna probably bother you on twitter for the next three days you're good uh, dude um but thank <laughs> you so much and uh i'll hit you up right now i'll send you these for sure notes. all right man peace out peace. everybody and uh i hope you enjoyed the episode hey